Okay, we're back from getting snacks and other stuff. Huh. And <laughs> I like the I like the the other stuff. We're a lot more com- I'm a lot more comfortable at this point now. Uh a lot more relaxed. And uh yeah, I just had some some queso dip that I made with some some devil's finger peppers. It was fantastic. My tummy is full. I'm ready to to talk some more football. Now, Elias, now that you've had some time to kind of let the Andrus Pete sink in. You were you've been a big fan of offensive line the whole offseason. We both we I had originally thought Leo Collins and you had you had wanted Scherf all along. And uh neither one of us were right due to different circumstances, but Andrus Pete, we did hit on the position, we just didn't hit on the player. So now that you've had some time to kinda kinda let it sink in. Where, how do you think Andrews Pete fits in with the Saints? I think I think upgrading the offensive line. I mean, I've always been one to say I'm a defensive guy, but this team is built around Drew Brees and that offense. So when you help the offense, when you help protect Drew Brees, when you help sustain the running game, you help the defense indirectly. And so I was always on the I wanted an offensive lineman first. If you're gonna if you're gonna take a, a pick and you're not in position to get a a a higher defensive end, you want to take a, a a position where you can get some production out of it. Bryce Harris was the third tackle in our rotation, and it was not good. So you're upgrading the third tackle spot. I like him as a guard prospect. I don't know if he'll be able to play it right off. I don't know if he'll give any competition to Lolito, but I know that that third spot on that offensive line at that tackle position, that swing tackle, it needed to be upgraded. Pete was possibly one of the top 15 talents. You you saw a lot of the, the guys that we ended up not picking ended up falling further in the draft, either because of talent or because of how other teams fell. So I feel pretty confident in the, in the pick. Like I said, I know Andrus was one of those guys that early in the draft process, he was rated high as one of the top tackles. I saw him going to like at, at number five to the Redskins at different times early in the process. And you saw other guys leapfrog him, but you didn't see him do anything to hurt his stock. And so you saw guys rise, but possibly he was still in that that area of being one of those top 10 talents. So you have to he's somebody that you have to go back and look at. But I think with our track record of coaching up offensive linemen, when you when you see the, the tools that he has and the body type you have to work with and he his his football character, his mentality, he comes from Stanford. It, it's known as a tough school. He seems like a tough guy. I I like the pick. We you just have to do some research on the player because he was one of those forgotten guys throughout the draft process, at least for the the outside world. For the media. Apparently within yeah. the yeah, in the in the media. Apparently within NFL circles he was somebody that was still held in high regards because I'd seen him mock to the Giants a few times as well. And so apparently we got a good pick at thirteen. Like I said, it, it made me look at 
the other guys that fell, what did that say about those prospects? Meaning that they weren't as good as the media and some of us were hyping them up to be. So I, I like the pick. I appreciate the pick. Yeah. He could be like that Orlando Franklin type of player. Maybe he starts off with tackle and then he can swing inside at guard and find a real home at guard. But the only thing is you look at, like we were talking earlier, uh, how many six, seven guards are there? Right, right. Yeah, that's the big question. There's not a lot of uh, history with a guard that size, with, with that body type. Actually, that body type alone, there's not a lot of history. I think the closest thing to that body type might be maybe Zach Streif. And, you know, the, the funny thing about Pete is, again, he he has that, that height. And, and that size, but he has that thick lower body. He hasn't even filled out up top yet. And he has he has that thick lower body that you like to see in most guards. And so you, you think about it, if they can fill out his upper body, he doesn't play six 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 seven. He plays about six five because he, he had he's good at bending at the knees. He bends at the waist at contact, but as far as moving around he he has good knee bend, good flexibility, and I also don't think he had an injury history. We know the Saints are known for knocking guys with injury histories, and what many people don't know about Eric Flowers is that he had a somewhat of a, a injury issue with his knees, and so he had minor procedures. So Pete may have been the next guy in line, but if you think about it, if you could fill his upper half out and you take what he already has in the lower body, he he could possibly be one of the better guard prospects, but also you could play him. You could try him at the tackle position until he fails, similar to Orlando Franklin. All right, so we're we're watching the draft live, and we just Indianapolis just picked Sean Payton's Philip Dorsett boy, Philip Dorsett, the speedster man. And you know what? I think I'm surprised. But I think with the Colts, you could do that because Luck is such an accurate passer. You can get a, a lot of little targets because they have a lot of little guys playing for them. Yeah. You think T.Y. Hilton is small. It, when you have somebody like a Drew Brees, like a, a Andrew Luck that can lead receivers and, and is pretty good accurate accurately, you can afford to pick players like that. You don't have to pick guys with, with big size. And uh, I – you know, I I thought they had enough wide receivers. Uh, apparently, they don't. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, I I can't see in that division. I don't think that division has enough corners to cover <laughs> all of the receivers, so it still helps them. <laughs> so yeah, you know that is man. That, that was a. I'm surprised by the pick, but it, it works for them. Best it's player available. They must have had yeah. him had him high because. Rated higher than anybody else available. That that probably tells you a lot. Yeah, this. I mean, considering he's comparable to Cooks, and Cooks went twenty last year. So if you just do the numbers on that, you have a, a prospect that possibly could have went top twenty available at twenty nine this year. So I think that's a steal versus you know some of the linebackers that that are more. You know, in that 33, 34 range, some of the other players that may be in that 28, 27 range, you just had a guy that, as far as pr production, 
measurables could have been a top 20 pick fall to you at 29. All right. So Green Bay's pick is immediately in. That did not take long. Who did they pick? Oh, yeah, I went to a commercial, of course. And they, they need linebacker help. I've heard them say that linebacker was the was was similar to what safety was for them last year. And, of course, they took the kid from, was it Alabama last uh, year? Yeah. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix. Ha-ha. They took Ha-ha Clinton Dix last year. And so I think linebacker was a position, especially inside linebacker, that they, they wanted to, to address early. And so, bow, here it is. And you have... You have Stephon Anthony, who was somebody that teams were, were talking up as a possible first round. You have Kendricks as as a, a person that was rated in a couple of places, so it's like the top 29 pick. And so here he is at 30, and uh, they need linebacker help, and they also need somebody there so they can stop having to put Clay Matthews on the inside to help with the running game. So, yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead. What's your bullpen? What's your plan for pick 31 uh, right now? Everybody on the board, you know, who's your guy? I will look at the, the, the defensive tackle prospects. You know, you, we, we, you, have two defensive, you have two defensive ends going that, that will be free agents possibly next year. You, have, you, you don't know which you have a defensive tackle that is possibly going to be gone next year in Bunkley. You have you don't know what you have in the your former third round pick and nose tackle John Jenkins, and so you have a guy like what's the what's the tackle from Oklahoma? You have Eddie you have Eddie Go, you have Goldman available, you have the you have Malcolm Brown available, and you also have the the nose tackle from Oklahoma available, Phillips. Yeah, Jordan Phillips. So you know Jordan Phillips. So. You know, if 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 they see that the, the linebackers are in a clump in the second round, and again, you heard Mickey Loomis say that this is a good draft for front seven players. I could see us going with the front seven with this pick, especially if Kendricks is gone. With which I don't know. I mean, again, we got beat in the trenches last year, so upgrading the trenches makes sense, especially for us. The the wide receiver is deep cornerback is deep running back is deep defensive line is is deep but not with a lot of big bodies and you need big bodies on that line and so let's see who is the pick come who, did you did it show up for you already no you know roger okay. goodell has that bad hammy so it takes him about 45 minutes to get up to the podium the minutes damn pick is in it's been in for about 20 minutes you slow walking son of a gun why is he striding like that that slow striding sucker. Here come Demarius Randall. They took they took another safety. They took Demarius Randall. Wow! Wow! You know the Saints could really entertain trading this pick back, trading back with this pick. Yep. You have a lot of good players available. Randy Gregory is Randy Gregory still on the board? You've got Randy Gregory. You've got all of the defensive tackles still available. You've got you've got Kendrick still available. You've got Paul Dawson late. You've got a lot of you've got a lot of value in that second round right now that you can afford to to trade back maybe five spots. Add a add a pick later or maybe a pick in next year's draft. You never know. And 
still end up getting a good player with that 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 early second rounder. Because somebody, yeah, sure. Especially if somebody that is, wants that, to take that a chance. pick was a good position. Yeah, on a quarterback. You know, you don't really need a fifth-year option for a defensive lineman. You know, linebackers are cheap, so you don't really need that fifth option for them. So, I mean, yeah, I can see us trade back. And we, we did a lot in this draft to make it seem like, you know, we 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 wanted a quarterback. You got Peyton working out a quarterback. You got Peyton talking up quarterbacks. You got the media thinking we want a quarterback. You, you've got Loomis talking about trading and and – and, and checking out the trades in the draft, and then you got a lot of players still available that are top, that are good talent. A trade is possible. I, man, it, it'll be interesting. Here's the thing: if the if the Saints weren't trying to trade down, it'd probably be like the last couple of picks where the the pick comes in almost immediately. Like it says, pick is in, yeah. all, pretty much within two seconds. Seconds. And so, wow, I, I like this position. I like the spot we're in. I also like the fact that we might be able to trade back. We might end up with three picks in the second round. We might be able to trade back, pick up an extra pick, and then trade back to have the have the early pick, our, third, our 44th pick, and then possibly move back into the second round because there's a lot of value right now in the second round. And here's – Oh, wait, pick is in. Oh, pick is in. Surely we're going to go to commercial. We know that. True. Surely. See, when they, they kind of tease you with that dang pick is in thing because then they do pick is in and then they go to a commercial. And then Roger Goodell has to stretch out that hammy. Before he gets so. <laughs> but normally it'll say pick is traded, so. Let's see, because I, I I would not be surprised if it's if it's the one of those defensive tackles like Malcolm Brown. That's who you're going with, he, Malcolm he's Brown. Somebody that plays. Yeah, I, I can see Malcolm Brown because he plays all over that defense. And if we lose Hicks or, or lose Jordan in a year, you're gonna need somebody there. Or hell, it could be Bryce Petty. Shit. Ah, ah. I don't know. Oh, I, th- I think I think most of the Saints Nation would regurgitate <laughs> at the thought yeah. of that. Don't forget, Odigizua is still sitting there. Oh, yeah, Odigizua is still sitting there. Doyle Green Beckham is there. I like Odigizua in this scheme. Odigizua is similar to... I, you remember how I talked about I think he would be one of the guys that could make the transition to linebacker? Because of he the way he sees the game, he's not just he can rush the passer, but he he's very knowledgeable about the game, and I can see him being one of the guys that is is able to make that transition to outside linebacker. I like his size, I like his straight, I like his ability to bull rush. I like the fact that he he hand fights. I like Odigizua. The only problem that I had was the hip procedures. Yeah, the the injury history with him. But as far as a pass rush and as far as a fit in this scheme, I actually liked him, especially to, to be able to come in and play defensive end or outside linebacker in the base as a weak side linebacker. He can play strong side, but I like him better as a as a pass rusher. But I like him a, being able to set the edge on early rundowns too, which gives a chance for Galette to be more of a rotation, which means he could be 
the third down pass rusher that we were looking for in the draft versus drafting one. And don't forget, we've also uh, Devin Smith, who we've been linked with, is still sitting out there. Devin Speed Smith. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can see Devin Smith being right there at at fourteen at at the forty uh, fourth pick, and then I can see us jumping back in to pick up a Paul Dawson in the in the late second round, depending on how how far he falls. Like, ooh, it, the draft is pretty much going how how I expected it, depending on what this pick is. Just not the players, even if it even just not the players, Positions. but as far as the Positions, yeah. Like I said, I know people are like, "Oh, we can get an offensive tackle." Like I, I've been pointing to it. Oh, we get we we take offensive guys late, you know. And I'm like, you know, how many times I've read articles where Loomis has said that if they had a a tackle that was rated high, and they needed one, they would draft one. It, unfortunately, we haven't been in position. Anthony, we picked Anthony. Stephon Anthony. We picked Stephon Anthony. I like it. Uh, it's it's kind of surprising I, that they didn't take Kendricks, but Anthony is bigger. Yeah, it it was our original prediction that they wanted to get a mic, a bigger mic. See, like I had my feed is, is a little bit slower than yours for some reason. The uh, yeah, I, I like the pick, Stephon Anthony, six two, two forty, and he's a real. He, he was the wasn't he the captain of the defense? Yeah. He's a super athlete. There's, there's a lot to like about Stephon Anthony. Now when the Saints go marching in, now when the Saints go marching in, yes, I want to be in that number. I when the Saints go marching in. Sing it again.